I'm Ed Pierce. I don't give a damn about sports, but my two co-hosts love them, and every week they try to convince me to care about sports just a little bit. From Epic Deer Studios, this is Two on One. And here are my two sports-loving co-hosts. First out of the gate, Kathleen Quinn. Hello, Kathleen. Hey, Ed. How are you? Terrific. How are you? I'm great. Just want to let you know I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> Thank you. We, <laughs> we appreciate it. And uh, the other voice you're hearing there is Vinny Conway. Good morning, Vinny. Word. <laughs> today is, uh, what is today? May 1st. It's May Day 2013. Day. And uh, as you guys know, you, you each present me with some interesting tidbit about sports in an effort to get me to care about, about sports. And then I tell you whether or not I care. And I perhaps um, uh, award fabulous prizes to the person who made me care the most. And today's fabulous prize <laughs> is, a, is a used... I mean, you, yeah, used, I guess you could say. Paperback copy of the fine novel. It's part of the Sweet Valley High series called Double Jeopardy by Francine Pascal, in which we learn the latest adventures of the Wakefield twins. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> oh, you'll, believe me, you'll love it. You'll want it. Believe me. That's all I can say. All right. <laughs> all right. So, uh, hello, sponsors. Can you please help Ed with the prizes? Perhaps, perhaps yeah. uh, next week we'll have better prizes. Okay. I, I have a feeling better prizes are are in the pipeline. But that's all I can say. I can say no more. Okay. Um, all right, Kathleen. Why don't we start with you? What can you tell me to convince me to care even even a tiny bit about sports? Ed, this was a it, it was a huge week in the uh, in the sports world not just the NFL draft and the NBA is in uh, playoffs the NHL uh, is in playoffs the baseball season is in full swing but this week <laughs> that was a dramatic pause that, there. Was, that was a very dramatic yeah. pause wasn't it <laughs> this mm. week the first professional yeah. US athlete um, who is active in in the game uh, came out as as gay, and you know we we talked a few weeks ago about um, Brittany Griner uh, from Baylor, who mm -hmm. uh, essentially said, "Well, I came out to people a while ago. I, I figured most people knew," and then this week, Jason Collins announced that that he was gay. Uh, he's on the cover of Sports Illustrated this week. Uh, whether you care about sports or not, mm -hmm. this is a major story in terms of uh, being the first professional male athlete. And obviously there's been a lot of talk around this. There, there's been a lot of support for Jason Collins. There have been some... Um, uh, I, I don't know if they're endorsement deals, but there have certainly been brands that have stepped up and very uh, clearly communicated their support. There have been a few people whose responses have been, I'd say, less supportive. Uh, still, it is a, um, it's a major story 
regardless of how you feel about this, it's a major story. And uh, I think PJ Carlissimo, who was the longtime coach at uh, Seton Hall and is now the head coach for uh, the Brooklyn Nets, his his comment was, the NBA now reflects society. You know, the NBA is a tiny, tiny part of society, but I think we're going to react really well. So I think there's, uh, my piece is, huge news story, a huge sports story, and now there's not any, there's not any question. There's not, there's no more sort of like, who's going to be the person? Um, I heard there are going to be four football players who come out. You know what? It's already sort of, the barrier's been broken. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, now, now what comes next? The, the, this other story that I, I can't help but feel, I, I, I can't like not look at it, is about this little-known football player named Tim Tebow. Have you guys heard of him before? <laughs> well, now, here's the thing. Now, yes. I, I, of course, have heard of Tim Tebow. Okay. Uh, because jokes get made about him and, and such and things okay. like this. But I must admit, I know nothing about the guy. I know nothing okay. about him. Let me, let me give you, like, He's 90 stubborn. seconds of backstory. <laughs> he, he, he played college football for the University of Florida, which is um, in Gainesville. He won the Heisman Trophy uh, as a sophomore. Is that right? I've got that right, Vinny. Yes. Yeah, as a okay. freshman. Yeah, as a sophomore, and he won. As a sophomore. I think he won a national title as a freshman, too, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He's a, he, he was an incredible team leader, he, and he was a different type of quarterback. He's a huge kid. And was very physical. And while um, they had a passing game, they also had a really, uh, they had a very balanced game in terms of running and passing. He's a very physical player. So a lot of people wonder, because he doesn't fit the drop-back quarterback prototype, right? A lot of people wondered, how is he going to fare in the NFL? A lot of people thought, oh, he'll be a third round, fourth round, fifth round, sixth round. He went in the first round to the right. Denver Broncos. And it was, back me up on this, Vinny, it was, it was shocking. Oh, big time. And, and he wanted to play quarterback, and Josh McDaniels, who was the head of the Denver Broncos, wanted him to play quarterback. Saw him as the quarterback of the future. Well... No, wait, did he... Uh, I'm sorry. So did he graduate yeah. college? Did he stay yes, all four he, years? he graduated college. He went through the NFL draft. He he was drafted by the Broncos in the first round. And now, why is that so play. surprising? If he won the Heisman when he was a sophomore, why is it so surprising he went in the first round? Because the game that the the way that Florida played football, uh, their offensive scheme and the way they used Tim Tim Tebow was very different than the standard pro uh, offense. You know, m- most professional. Um, football teams use kind of a, a standard drop back quarterback. You know, the three step drop, the five step drop. Yeah. Who who drops back to pass? Tim Tebow do- doesn't have that. Doesn't operate in that same sort of standard. He he can pass, but his mechanics are very different than a lot of um, NFL quarterbacks. His footwork is different. His throwing motion. Is different, and so a lot of a lot of scouts, a lot of coaches wondered, like I don't know if he can make it. I don't know. I don't know if I'd know what to do with him, except mm. maybe make him, I don't know, a tight end or a right. um, maybe a, a a scat back um, or a, something. A, a what? 
a scat back. A scat back. Yeah. He's the guy in the background going, dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 dun. <laughs> a scat back is, is um, sort of a, a, a little used, um, like a running back who, okay. who doesn't, doesn't line up in the same way as like a, a running back. He, he sort of can be like a little bit of a wing, so he can be a decoy, ah, you know, okay. he can be a fake, or you can give him, uh, you can give him the ball, or you can do like a flea flicker, um, lateral the ball to him, and then he can drop back and throw. There are a lot of, a lot of different options. Okay. So anyway, they didn't, no one knew what the <laughs> pros were gonna do with Tebow. The Broncos took him, he played, am I right, two seasons out there? Yes. Yes. And he didn't. He didn't play a lot his first season, but um, he definitely played some. And the next year, his second year, he ended up starting the last eight games, and they won. The Broncos won eight consecutive games, and he took mm. them to the playoffs. He. I mean, all of a sudden, everybody's on the Tebow bandwagon. And the next thing you know, the Broncos pick up this other quarterback. Don't know if you've heard of him, Peyton Manning, mm. and. They send, they trade Tim Tebow to the New York Jets. Oh, who played? He played one season with the Jets. He he played sparingly at best. Um, he scored no touchdowns, and he was known as a very um, kind of a, a brutal running back. I mean, he he could he could run guys over. Hmm. Uh, he scored no touchdowns, and in the draft, the Jets. We mean they used him. Hold on a second. They, they, I'm sorry. They used him as a running back. No, they usually they they mainly used him for um, uh, in punt formations and punt coverage, but they 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 didn't use him as hmm, a running okay. back. They they used him really sparingly, um, a couple times as a quarterback, but he 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 just he kind of floundered there. Okay. And the Jets kept saying, you know, we're going to find a way and he's really important part of our football team and then they turn around and pick their very first pick in the draft. They chose a um quarterback oh. from West Virginia and this week Tim Tebow was cut from the New York Jets. When he was still on the roster, are you ready for this? There were six quarterbacks on the New York Jets. Six. Now they're down to five. Okay. It's going to be an absolute. This is worse than any soap opera. This is this is worse than any drama that you see on television. It is going to be crazy, and you're going to hear a lot about it. Ed, we're getting you in at the ground floor. <laughs> so I need to be watching uh, the Jets to see who they put in as quarterback for every game. Is what you're saying? You you and you need to pay attention also in uh, mini camps and training camp because they're. They might waive another quarterback, and it might be their starter from last year, Mark Sanchez. Yeah. So I'm just saying, big big news this week. One groundbreaking and um, a huge huge shift. The other one, an unbelievable soap opera that you couldn't write <laughs> in your wildest imaginations. But it's gonna be. It's going to be, um, I think, a bit of a train wreck that you can't look away <laughs> now from. Now, what? Uh, so, uh, so what's happened to him now? Did he is he just not playing football yet? Well, he is. Um, he is. He cleared the waivers. I don't so know he's that. an what is, what unrestricted okay, yeah. free agent. Anyone can call Tim and say, "I want you to come and play for me," and he can. 
the only teams that were interested in him wanted him to play tight end. They didn't want him as a quarterback. And before the Jets cut him, they let Tebow know that, at least according to published reports, and he reportedly did not want to play tight end. Mm. And so he, uh, he was cut. The reality is, I think he might actually be a pretty good tight end. Hmm. Yes. So th- this is kind of the same question. So, and, and I'm sorry, the, the, punctuation, uh, the punctuation point on this is a lot of people think he could play in the um, Canadian Football League. Well, of course. Uh, I mean, come on. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and we should just stop there, okay? I mean. Just stop there, Ed, because I don't think you're ready because I think that's going to blow your mind. But just so you know, there is a team that is interested in Tim Tebow. I'm not kidding. The Omaha Beef. <laughs> is Nebraska. Oh, I remember them. I covered them when I was in, uh, I covered the Omaha Beef when Do I was you? in Sioux Falls. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're an indoor football team. Yes, the indoor yes, football team. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And um, the Omaha Beef have a job waiting for him if he wants it. I also covered the Omaha Beef with with delicious sautéed mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Omaha Beef calls me all the time. <laughs> you know, the company. I saw it. <laughs> right, I get a delivery from them once a month. Right. <laughs> I buy my brother's steak every like five years, and somehow they just keep calling me. And I love. And, and, I think they play quarterback. I love their. I love their emblem on their helmet too. It's like a cow skull, like you know, that old, like you know that old cow skull that, yeah. uh, like you know, the, the stereotype in the old west of the old cow skull Ugh. sitting in the desert. Yes, that's their emblem. Oh <laughs> that's what's on their helmets. Ugh. It's so. Wow. Um, so just wow. a quick question. It's kind of the same question I had about Peyton Manning in that, you know, here he was, here he was a great quarterback. Okay, so, I'll, so Tim Tebow, obviously he's a talented guy, I would assume, if he's a Heisman winner. So, so why, okay, and there's this whole thing, oh, we don't know how to handle him because he's a quarterback who likes to run or, or whatever. But come on, I mean, is, it, is, it, is he really so foreign? Like, is he running on his hands or something? Is it so strange that they can't figure out how to <laughs> use him? I mean... No, I, I, I think that at, purely as a quarterback, I think there are a lot of uh, coaches and scouts for the NFL who think he's never going to make it. They've made up their mind, and be, you know, in part because he, he doesn't look the part. I don't mean physically in terms of you know, looking him in the eyes um, or his... Um, uh, or his ability to sort of follow up on plays. However, I think it is how he how he plays the position. Hmm. He yeah. doesn't throw in the same way. His release point um, is not the same as other quarterbacks. He, he he doesn't throw over like directly over his shoulder. He's almost throwing maybe twenty five or thirty degrees off of that. I know that sounds a little, that might... No, you know I like math. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's, it's a completely different um, throwing motion. He also has a propensity to, um, to uh, sort of take two steps, look around, and then tuck the ball and run. He doesn't completely explore all of oh. his, his throwing right. options. Ah. And when he hits you as a... As a um, uh, as a runner, you know, he, he runs over people. He really does 
like demolish some defensive players. Um, but that's not necessarily what NFL teams are looking for. All right. Well, uh, thanks, Kathleen. That was uh, terrific. You know, I've got to give you a lot of a uh, lot of points, a lot of props for you know uh, drama. I like drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I like, you know, New York. If you can make it there, you can make it anywhere, but it'll crush you. New York will crush you. <laughs> so I like that. However, you know, I have to take away points because it's football, and that doesn't start up for another eight or nine months. So by the oh, time... Oh, no, no. Mi- no, mini camps are coming up. Please. Mini, mini camps, please. Uh, no, so... no, she's right. The rookie camps already... Rookie camps are just... They actually, I think they're, they're this week. Yeah. The, yeah, as a matter of fact, because the draft was... Um, ended on Saturday night and the rookie camps where they take all of the draft picks and they report the camp and they start doing running through drills and learning the offense that begins on Friday. So you guys are saying I should, I should care about these mini camps. That that's a tough sell, Kathleen. Wait, 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 Ed, it's like saying don't care about the NFL draft because nobody's playing. Right. Right. And I didn't care about it. That's you're absolutely right. We made you care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I see. I see how it's going to be. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is like def- deferred caring until October when, uh, when the season starts. No, it, it, it actually starts in September. So. Oh, it's, see? All right. Thanks, Kathleen. And now uh, moving into the second half, the second quarter, the second period of the show. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know any other sports period <laughs> names. <laughs> Uh, we go to Vinny Conway. Vinny, please make me care about sports. Please. Okay, I'll do my best. You know, I was gonna, I was gonna do the Jason Collins thing, but I was gonna do more of the dramatic thing, the dramatic part of this of the story about how us as a society. Uh, I can't wait for the day when us as a when us as as a society realize that this isn't a story. You know what I mean? someone being openly gay and playing sports, but no, but what I was going to talk about was I was actually thinking about doing kind of going off the wall. Like I was last week with the uh, college hockey, but to be honest with you, college lacrosse, their uh, playoffs don't start here for another uh, couple weeks. That's number one. And number two, the champion, their tournament doesn't start for another couple weeks. And their, um, and their championship game is always the day uh, is Memorial day is always the day of Memorial day. Okay. So, so you're ba- you're baiting what, me with that one. You're saying, yeah, but, coming up, yeah, but you have college no lacrosse, Ed. You have no idea how awesome lacrosse is. You're right once about you that. The, understand the game. It's addicting. It's addicting. But no, you know what? But you know something? There has been such an awesome week in sports with the NBA playoffs and a guy we've been talking about a lot in the show called Steph Curry. He is a machine. I know you don't care about the NBA hoops, but I know you don't care about this, but <laughs> you really need to watch this guy, Ed. This guy is just insane. Um, the other day, the Golden State Warriors, we've talked about this, they're playing the Denver Nuggets in their, um, in their playoff series. And what was it? The third quarter in game four, which was won by the Golden State Warriors. Now, mind you, Denver destroyed people all year long, especially at home, but they are really struggling struggling with this Golden State team. Steph Curry, just everything he threw up, everything, every time he took the ball and shot it in the basket, it was going in. It looked like the basket was as big as the Pacific Ocean. Every time the ball went in, every time he threw the ball up, you knew it was going in. The guy scored, I don't remember the exact term, correct me if I'm wrong, Kathleen, what was it, 25 points? 25 yep. points or 
25 points, I think. He scored 25 points alone in the <laughs> third quarter alone. <laughs> and now people are saying they're, they're, they're comparing him to franchise players. They're comparing him to Jordan. They're, I mean, he's getting all and to Magic, to, to Larry Bird. He's getting all of these amazing comparisons. And it's only the first round, which makes it even better. We've still got four more, uh, three more rounds to go. And if Golden State knocks off Denver, and they lost the other night to uh, the Nuggets in, in, in the Mile High City, so they're still up three games to two in a best-of-seven series. But this team is getting more fun to watch, and it's all led by this kid that can flat-out shoot the ball. It's not like Tim Tebow where he's a one-dimensional guy. This guy can play defense. This guy can shoot. This guy can assist. This guy can um, and he, he can draw fouls. He can hit his free throws. A complete player. And what also makes this even more interesting is just how these game, uh, especially this that series alone, how these teams are getting big leads and they're bowling big leads and they're hanging on for dear life. For example, just this, the other day, Game Five, Denver and Golden State. Denver had all, like a twenty-one point lead going into the second half. You think it's over, right? Wrong. Golden State makes a furious comeback. And now, sure enough, they only lose by seven points, but their coach comes on and says that Denver's playing dirty and taking cheap fouls and taking cheap shots with elbows and all that jazz, which is going to make the next two games even more fun to watch because, yes, it's a playoff game. Yes, everything's on the line. You're on game five. You're game five of a best-of-seven series, which means – it could mean going home or moving on to the second round. Yes, that was there are going to be even harder fouls, and Curry is going harder. to look even more beat up than he already does. Exactly, and they're they're probably going to start double teaming him, and they're probably going to start instead of and because he's so effective, and because he's every time he gets his hands on the ball, he's scoring. They're gonna they're gonna put him at the line. They're not going to let him just sit there and shoot. They're not going to give him an open shot. If he gets an open shot, there's going to be a hard foul. They're going to hack him, and they're going to hack him hard. And that is what's going to make it must-see TV, if you ask me. Hmm. And for guys like me who are, don't have cable, you know, must listen to radio. But that's number one. And the NBA two, play- Wait, hold on a second. The NBA playoffs aren't on, what, they're on ESPN or something? Yeah, and TNT. And, uh, of course, when the games are on ABC, it's always the same four teams year after year, or should I say week after week. It's the Heat, mm-hmm. the Celtics, and it's New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay, is there someone else besides Miami, hmm. New York? I mean, heck, I think I've seen more Celtic games out here in Albuquerque than I've seen Spurs games. It makes no <laughs> sense. Or, or the Nuggets games. Now, the Suns, I understand, because the Suns are pathetic, but come on. But anyway, that's number one. And number two, the thing that began last night with three excellent games. I know you're not a big hockey fan. <laughs> NHL playoffs. The quest for Lord Stanley's Cup began last night. And we the, not only did these not only did it come down to the wire. Now, yes, we know the Blackhawks are are by far have won the uh, President's Trophy, the trophy that they give to the team with the most points and the best record in the uh, regular season. We know they did that. And yes, we know Pittsburgh ran away with the East. They 
Uh, I think they only lost 10 games. I think they were 36-12-0, if I'm not mistaken. Thir- yeah, 36-12-0, and zero, if I'm not mistaken, was Pittsburgh's final record. Even though but, a puck ran away with Sidney Crosby's teeth earlier this yeah, season. And it's scary because they were, weren't they like 7-2 uh, and two since Sidney Crosby what? got injured? What? Yeah, what they've, they've done well. What? They played extremely well since uh, their Someone stud. stole someone's teeth? No, the... Uh, he got hit in the mouth of the yeah, puck. Yeah, it was a nasty, yeah. nasty, nasty. And uh, his name is Cindy? Sydney. <laughs> Sydney. S- oh, Sydney. Okay. Sydney Crosby. He's the next face Cindy of the Cindy Brady. Yeah. <laughs> well, my friends who hate Sydney Crosby call him Cindy. So no. maybe too. Oh, that is not fair. <laughs> not fair. Beyond the pale. Okay, so Vinny. Anyway, what he did was uh, he got hit in the face with a puck a few weeks ago. On a, on a slap shot, it was on a deflection, if I'm not mistaken, and it hit him in the jaw. I think he broke his jaw and he lost um, lots of teeth. And I'm not sure if he had a concussion or not, but he has been out for the last like 10 games. Pittsburgh played extremely well even without him because he is not only their top scorer, but he's their the face of the franchise. If I don't think, uh, don't quote me on this, but I think he's their captain as well. But um, they continue to play. And continue to play, continue to play well, and they were the runaway best team in the East. Right now, you talked to all the analysts; they're saying no one in the East is going to challenge these guys. But what makes it so cool is there. But what makes the NHL playoffs so cool is we've also got team. It also came down to the wire too, trying the seating. Um, Boston, Boston coming, uh, Boston coming down to uh, you know the, the final day of the season to figure out who they were uh, to figure out who they were. Um, playing they were playing ottawa and uh from that makeup game was canceled because of the boston marathon bombings but you've got some matchups that you're never going to see you haven't seen in a while i'll keep this quick but boston and toronto two original six teams two franchises that were one of the two of the original six teams that started the nhl they are meeting in the first round of the playoffs for the first time since 1974 that's number one Montreal, one of the storied franchises in the NHL, the uh, the Habs, uh, with 23 Stanley Cup championships, one cha- Stanley Cup championship when they were the Montreal Maroons back in 1916. They are playing the Ottawa Senators. The first time these two teams have ever met in the playoffs, and the t- towns were only 119 miles apart. And Ottawa also is... Ottawa first came in the league in 92-93, Ed, but here's the thing about Ottawa. They were they also they had the original Ottawa Senators franchise folded in the in the 1930s. So, the Ottawa Senators might be an expansion team, but they do have a history. So they go back to the 20s like like Montreal does, and they still never met in the playoffs. And now, this is the first time they will meet in the playoffs um, beginning on Thursday if I'm not mistaken. And I don't know if you watched the games last night, but we had two overtime games, lots of scoring chances. We had very few fights, very few cheesy penalties, very few um, power plays where the guys were putting were, were putting themselves on the power play. And these guys were going after each other. They were skating hard. Every shift was had that much meaning on it. And in hockey, especially in the Stanley Cup playoffs, Ed, when it goes, when it's tied, mm-hmm. and it goes into overtime, they'll play till there's a winner. Mm-hmm. So they could go 
They could have six overtimes. They could play four overtimes. They could play five overtimes. The pucks just got across that line. It's but here's the thing, Vinny. <laughs> so a, a hockey game has three periods, right? Is that right. right? Okay. Right. And each period is what two hours long or something, right? No, 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 it's twenty minutes long, and there's very the only stoppage of play is when there's an icing or a or offsides, but. It's not like they. It's not like football, and they have TV timeouts where the TV, t- the the, excuse me, the uh, the the average the, the the stoppage in the action lasts for you know five, ten, fifteen minutes. So how long is a hockey game? How much time am I going to have to invest to watch this awful, Honestly, awful sport? I wouldn't say it's that well. Oh, and. <laughs> I'm beginning to think this is a double negative. Like you can't just. I'm just gonna stop talking. I'm just gonna stop talking. I give up. How long is a hockey game? I give up. How long are they? That's what I'm asking. Is is it an hour and a half? Is it three hours like a football game? What is it? Is about is very similar to is exactly the same time as a football game. If you if you ever, I've compared it. A football game, all four quarters, and a hockey game, all three periods last. Approximately about three hours. Three hours. And how long is uh, the two the two breaks, the two periods in between? Oh goodness, I don't know. I want to say twenty minutes. I think it's a twenty minute intermission, a twenty or thirty minute intermission. I want to say twenty minute intermission. Boy, because uh, halftime in football is fifteen minutes. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's a twenty minute twenty minute intermission in hockey. So what do they show an episode of Mash during during these intermissions or something? Uh, <laughs> no, they do what they do during football. They they. People get up and get their beer and their sodas and their and all that jazz and the and then of course you know when the game is being broadcast they send us back to these guys in the studio and they analyze or they show highlights from another game. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I think um, I, I think I, the uh, it's eighteen minutes actually. Eighteen. Thanks okay. to yeah, thanks to Google. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was going to say I haven't been to a I've been to a professional hockey game in a while, but anyway. So what should I watch here? Because you know this, just like NBA or the Final Four, if I'm only going to watch one game, you know, know if you're going to watch one series, I would tell you to watch the LA St. Louis series that started last night. That game was had so many scoring chances. It had it, there were so many wide open shots. St. Louis was getting so many open looks in overtime. LA was dominating St. Louis, outplayed St. Louis. Brian Elliott, their goaltender, stood tall. And go figure. The, the goal that was scored, the Jonathan Quick, the LA goalie, took the puck, he played the puck, and he just sat there with the puck, waiting for his defenseman to come so he could, uh, you know, jump the puck off to him to start a, an offensive rush. And Alexander Steen of St. Louis skated right up to him, and he didn't think, he thought Steen would sit back sit back and cover his defenseman. Well, what did Steen do? He went right over the goalie, stole the puck from him, and put the puck into an open net. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> it sounds awesome. I don't know what you're saying, but it does sound like quite a play. Well, you, okay, what you need to do is you need to go to ES, go to, w, go to NHL.com and click on St. Louis LA 2-1 to one, Game 1 and click on Highlights. And what made it so funny, it's so great was <laughs> most guys don't go after the goalie because the NHL really tries to protect their goaltenders. They can't really, goaltenders are very protected in the NHL. They can't, you, you can't clobber them. But when they leave their net, they should be fair game. And this guy just stole the puck from him. And of course, try, try watching a goalie with all this pad, try and skate after a defenseman. 
trying to steal the puck from him, trying to take the puck from him. It does, it's actually quite funny to watch. <laughs> let, let me ask you a question then. So hockey mm-hmm. um, usually comes – so after you've invested a half a day to watch this game, hockey scores are usually like 2 to 1, right, or 3 to 2 or 0 yeah. to 1 or something like that. Yeah. So um, is it the kind of thing – is hockey the kind of sport where it just makes more sense to watch the highlights like – baseball or is there so much going on all the time like basketball that you really should watch the game I I mean, think, for, for me oh for you you know to be honest with you i mean even for people who don't because i was like you ed when i first started watching hockey i had no idea what i was watching i thought it was just i thought it was just the cheesiest thing but then <laughs> one of my no, I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm dead serious i'm dead serious but i had some friends who said vin just give it a chance watch it watch the strategy just invest a day and watch it don't pay attention to, like what you just said don't pay attention to strictly the goals and the scoring pay attention to everything else pay attention to where guys are on the ice pay attention to if it's if they're on the penalty pay attention mm-hmm. to uh um the strat if you can the strategy where these guys are going and to be honest with you ed you should invest a di- you should invest to watch an entire game because there are you know there are so many chances that the puck can go in the net it just doesn't actually happen i mean that's why these guys are pros it's just the the way these guys you get it's just it's it gets so tense and the way and you, you see these 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 players dive throwing themselves in front of 90 mile an hour slap shots you know just to block shots you're seeing these guys um putting hits putting bodies on um on the players with the puck just to knock them off the puck these scoring chances sometimes there's a defensive breakdown and you, you get a guy one on one in with the goalie and but am i going to as an Okay, I understand you're saying watch right, the game, right. but yeah. as a newbie, am I going to see any of that? Yes, you are. Yes, you All are. Right. You got it. The thing is, yes, you are. You are going to see that. And one thing I'll get, I'll, I'll lead with this because I know we're, we're pressed for time. Mm-hmm. But I remember a friend of mine telling me when you're watching a hockey game, Vin. I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Don't blink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't blink because if you blink, you're going to miss something." And if you sit down and watch an entire game and just devote watching it from start to finish you will see that and, and trust me you're gonna know when when the tense moments comes because the announcers will go nuts and the fans will go, <gasps> or, they'll go <laughs> or they'll let out a groan and in chicago they'll go that's only after goals that's only after a goal that's not after scoring just kidding all right so i hate chelsea dagger and i'm rooting against the blackhawks strictly because of that so okay i don't all right don't know anything about that all right thank you uh thanks Vinny. um now st louis there you go la st louis yes all right, this is tough because, you know, as Vinny mentioned, I hate hockey. There's nothing about it that interests me. And, and Kathleen hit me with all of this drama, which, you know, as you know, yeah, I, you I, it's, it's, like, it's like butter. It's like a tub of butter for me that I could just jump in. <laughs> <laughs> a tub of butter. Okay, now explain. But, now. <laughs> who doesn't want to jump in a tub of butter and eat their way out? But I will say this, Vinny th- threw down the gauntlet, right? This is something I can do this week. He, t- he told me what to watch. And, and you're putting a lot on the line there, Vinny, because if I watch this hockey game and hate it, you will never hear the end of it. All right. You All know. Right. So for your bravery 
and because I want to, I want to hear what you think of this of this fabulous book, <laughs> Double Jeopardy, part of part of the Sweet Valley High series, starring the Wakefield twins, written by Francine Pascal. I'm awarding this today's show to Vinnie Conway. Yes, yes, revenge from last week. Revenge, because last week I should have won. You even sent a text saying I should have won. <laughs> All right. Well, th- <laughs> I think the result. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm going to take the high road because there's plenty of room up there, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to tell you, you're going to hear from some of my fans. So I'm going to say. Now, I warn warn you guys. You missed the boat. You missed the boat this week. Uh, yeah. Now there are some prizes coming up that you guys are going to want to want going to want to win. So you're going. <laughs> All right, that's it. Thanks, thanks, and thanks, uh, thanks, Kathleen. Thanks, Vinny. Really, really want the prize that's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks to all of our listeners uh, for listening. If you'd like to contact us, please feel free to do so either on our Facebook page or you can tweet us or uh, you can uh, email us at, uh, what is our email? 2on1 at epicdeer.com. Uh, we've been getting some terrific comments uh, on our website even, which is epicdeer.com slash 2on1. Uh, we have a couple of fans who like to comment, and we always appreciate what they have to say. Uh, you, and also, please, you know, leave a comment on iTunes and, and rate us there, because then the, the good folks at Apple will take note of us, and we will become uh, very famous. And that's, yes. that's really why all three of us are doing this, for the fame factor. <laughs> and so thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. And thank you, guys, and I'll talk to you next week. Okay. Okay. Peace out. Bye.